Welcome to Strength and Lunacy. I'm Ethan. Jacob is next to me. Yeah, yeah. And we're stoked to have you. Yeah. Pumped to be here. Uh, what I was going to say was that lots of people do know, lots of people don't know. We actually record these episodes quite in advance because we don't live in the same city. Yeah. Um, it's around New Year's time for us. We've just had a beautiful Christmas. I flew up to Tauranga on the 26th. Uh, and yeah, pumped to be here filming in the beautiful Mount Monganui. Mm, it's been a uh, crack a couple of days. Oh, absolutely stunning. And now we've got a great day. So yeah. it's a fantastic time to film. Yeah, podcast. it was. It doesn't make me feel bad <laughs> of missing out on what's going on out there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, too good. So today we're talking about friendships. And this is really one that I guess, to be honest with you, has come up through some conflict in our own friendship. I suppose, yeah. Yeah, like it's probably how it's on top of our minds. Well, yeah, it's like friend, this friendship and then we're like, and relationships, but we don't want to like just talk about conflict in relationships. It's yeah. friendships. It's because actually friendships probably dominates a yeah. lot more of your time, and if done yeah. well, is so much more support. Well, yeah, so yeah. much more supportive, but very, very supportive and so important to your life and community in general. Mm. Um, we we we've had some interesting interactions over the last couple of days, just getting on each other's nerves, which is I'm not I'm not getting on your nerves. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm getting on your nerves and then you're treating me in a certain way which then gets on my nerves uh, and then it's like this unspoken. Mm. It's so funny for people that talk about mental health, talk about self-awareness, talk about relationships yeah, and conflict. Yeah. We can be little so-and-sos to each other and we yeah, both yeah. know well, generally know what, what the other person's thinking and what's happening. I know, what, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you fucking wind me up. Yeah, yeah. That's fantastic. But that's probably where it came from. So this morning we sat down on the porch together, beautiful porch out overlooking the mount. And I was like, okay, let's get it out. Let's talk about it. What do I need to own? And then you said your bit. And then I said, well, this is what I've been hurt by you. Yeah, yeah. It was probably quite mature, actually. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, no, but lot, lots of conversations like that don't go mature. Like, I guess, I don't know about you, but I came in with the thought, um, it doesn't actually matter what I think because your opinion is valid and I can take the parts out of that that I think are constructive to me and, and, and give feedback and then reflect on those without taking it as a personal attack and getting super mm. offended and then reacting to you out of hurt. But if you're only listening to things that you're wanting to listen to, there could be a problem there too. Oh, to, well, like listen to the whole thing, but knowing that I'm deconstructing it from your potential relational hurt at the same time right, so you say my my critique was wrong <laughs> no i'm not saying your critique was wrong i'm saying it was right in fact and there was some good learnings out of it but i'm like you know in conflict and conversations with anyone it's not necessarily that the the hundred percent of it is intrinsically true no. but it's their opinion and so it's true to yeah, them and yeah. if it's true to them and you're validating their voice well it's what they see and that's what they yeah. and what you hear so. exactly yeah but it's so funny, you know, like we've both been at different points over the last year where we say things to each other, but the person's not in a place to hear it. To hear it. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to <laughs> don't, don't hear, hear it. Don't want to hear it. But I think that's like, even in conflicts in all friendships though, right? Totally. Well, hopefully. Well, you don't, and often you can see friendships happen when they don't deal with anything or yeah. and then they just talk about it to the other friends and other people and yeah. they're not dealing with what's going on in the first place. Totally. And then that's just not an ideal place to be, especially in a friendship. And then you just like you end up like a friendship going sideways so they don't yeah. know how to deal with the conflict or, or hear each other. Mm. There's that thing about like, oh, you have to be able to learn to communicate. It's like, yeah, you can yeah. communicate well, but you also have to learn how to hear each other well. Mm. If you're not hearing what they're saying, then you're not, there's no mm. point in communicating. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And you've got to be willing to listen, yeah. regardless of how it makes you feel. Yeah, de oh, yeah. definitely. And that's probably the hardest thing. Yeah. 
because you're actually hearing something that you don't really want to know about yourself because it's attacking. It's not attacking who you are because you're like, oh, well, that's how I act. And it's like, yeah. no, it was just a little bit of a place where you could maybe look at and work on, maybe trace, figure out why 100%. you do that. You know? Yeah, like you said something to me yesterday afternoon that you didn't even think about mm. that like Mm-mm. triggered the heck yeah, out of yeah, me yeah. and got me so mad at you. Yeah, I didn't even think anything and of it. And then when I brought it up this morning, you were like, oh, it's not even what I meant. Yeah. In my mind, yeah, so like... <laughs> Yeah, it's like so much of conflict is is projecting what yeah. you think the other person is thinking or meeting yeah, with yeah. the intention. When sometimes it's not. Some people are nasty people, and like they're I, saying I, it. They're saying it because they know it's going to hurt you. Hundred yeah. percent, and and that's evil and that's horrible. Mm. Um, I'm glad I didn't fall under that, <laughs> <laughs> but I am sorry. No. Yeah, no, good. Um, anyway, so yeah, that's a little bit of a precursor to kind of some of the stuff that we're going to be talking about today. So obviously we learned this through our relationship with each other. And I think it's unique because like we, even though we live in two different cities, we spend a lot of time together. Yeah. Uh, we talk on the phone probably every day, if mm. not every two days, no, which is a lot yeah, for, yeah. for like a dude friendship. I feel yeah. like that's not that common. So we know a lot what's going on in each other's lives as well. Yeah. Which is meant, but it also means that when we see the other person doing crap, you're yeah. like, I'm calling you out. <laughs> yeah, and you're yeah. like, I'm sick of you calling me out. It's the 13th time yet since yesterday. Yeah. Like, stop. Um, but provides such a mint medium for deep, authentic, genuine yeah, definitely. friendships. Which is so needed. Mm. And so I think I remember growing up, actually, and I had a lot of friend groups, yeah. but I never really had like friends where I really like unpacked what was going on in my life or mm. just like really had like real tight friendship. Yeah. There's probably some people I had like a really a long friendship with, but even then I probably didn't really start getting deeper until the last like few yeah. years. Yeah. I don't know if that's just when you get older, maybe you start to trying to look for that more of that sort of friendship. Yeah. No, I think that leads really nicely onto this, that one of the concepts we've got, you know, a bunch of stuff here kind of written down that stuff that we want to cover. But, you know, I, I was similar. I think I've talked about this before on the podcast of like, uh, I didn't like I had so many friends, mm. like fifty or sixty people that I'd say were close friends. Yeah. In hindsight, weren't particularly close. Yeah. But to me and my frame of reference at the time, that like now I would have called them, you know, like close acquaintances. Yeah. Um, they knew a bit about me. I knew a bit about them. Mm. We spent quite a lot of time together, but there was none of this rubbing up against each other, um, to the point where you're knocking heads and having to work through that. Yeah. Um. Like, worst came to worst, I might not have called them if things were hitting the fan. I would have called, like, my parents yeah. or someone like yeah, that. Yeah, right. Um, and then as I got older, I went, man, even though I've got, you know, all these friends, because uh, I travelled as well after high school and met people all around, yeah. the, all around the planet, which was fantastic. Uh, but I went, I've got all these friends, but who really knows me? Who have I been vulnerable enough with mm. that uh, I'm, like, purely myself? And then I flipped it, and maybe you can resonate with this, where I kind of had like five or six really good friends, but they almost filled a different spot in my life each. Yeah. So there was like the fun close friend, there was the <laughs> theologian close friend, there was the sports person close friend, right? and you're like almost that version of yourself. Uh, yeah. And then as I become kind of more mature, I went, oh no, actually, I, I want to be the same person so in all contexts yeah. all the time. Mm. Yeah, yeah. But it's like this concept of 5, 15, 50, 150. Yeah, I remember you bringing that up just before, and I was like, I've never really heard that before. Oh, true. Yeah. So there's a social researcher that kind of um, looked at, uh, and I can't remember his name, which is horrendous. I was reading a bunch of stuff by him the other day. Um, kind of looked at, like, caveman-style relationships and when we were once upon a time a small village yeah. um, and, and how our relationships interacted within that space. And then as time's gone on, 
through history, how have those different style relationships continued? Because like it's only really been the last hundred years or so, maybe two hundred years, that big cities have really been a thing. And you, well, obviously in New Zealand, but like even in lots of other countries, we moved away from like a village or a town mentality and moved into these huge mega cities. And then with the introduction of social media, you've got exposure to so many people and so many relationships. Yeah. Um, and so he's, he comes up with this concept of like 5, 15, 50, 5, 15, 50, 150. So five was like, is like your type five, mm. the people that um, your bread and butter. And this is obviously, they're not like five, it must be like no. plus couple, like. Yeah. Yeah. Plus or minus. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's variation. Um, so five really good friends that, that you need. That worst comes to worst, they've got your back. Your mm. yeah, your your, and that would be the the five that you're really having to work through different yeah. things with. You're coming into challenges with. They're your A team. Yeah, you know? yeah. Then you've got this fifteen, which is kind of like that wider group where you're close, close-ish, mm. uh, but they're not that type five. Um, you've got your fifty, which is kind of like your immediate family and your your pretty close friends, like your yeah. your acquaintances. And then you've got your one fifty, which is the whole concept of like your village. Right. Um, the whole wider group. And then he kind of looks at now with social media, um, not just social media, but this globalised society, we've got so many more relationships than we ever have mm. and how our brains can't actually handle that level yeah. and that your brain can only handle that certain amount of relationships with around 150 people. Mm. And more than that, and, and you know, the, the 5, 15, 50 actually, like there's detrimental effects on them when you're trying to have these deep intimate relationships with too many people, your brain is overwhelmed. Yeah. And you can't sustain those. Well, it's hard, it's, it's hard enough to s- sort of sustain uh, five hard. friends, like actual friends, like you're actually investing time into each other, catching up in the week and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You always hear like, you go come out of school, right? Mm. And you're like, oh, I haven't seen this guy for ages. Oh, I him. Oh, we'll catch up soon. We'll catch mm. up soon. But your circles have changed so much. And then that, like it just, to me, it just shows you that picture of why mm. we've started to do that mm. because you have those five people that you've actually invested time into and they've invested time into you mm. and they become the people that you're, you're probably putting more time and effort into mm. instead of these other people. But they could still be like your 10 or 15, mm. but to invest into who you always used to like hang out with back at school just mm. isn't realistic anymore. Mm. But I suppose as you come into this idea that you yeah, have this five, but maybe I still should try and you know, show that I branch out a little yeah, bit. Branch yeah, branch out and not just have this five as well. Yeah. Because yeah. there, there must be like some sort of health, like health benefit to having more than just the five oh, around definitely. you. Yeah, well, if it's just five, then you're potentially quite isolated. Yeah. Depending on their circles as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, anything in isolation is like a pressure cooker yeah. and, and you can develop sometimes really bad cultures, mm-hmm. really, bad, really bad chat, really bad patterns. Well, yeah, I suppose if they're doing things that you're not a big fan of, you end up doing it as well. Yeah, so. totally. And I guess that leads us on to the next kind of point, which is like, what kind of culture are those five or those close friends that you've got in your life yeah. setting for you? Yeah. Or how are you setting it for them? Yeah. Well, that's it, I suppose, eh? that even your acquaintances, you're 15 mm. or you're hanging out that that group, are they making you excited about life? Are they yeah. doing things that you want to be doing or are they mm. doing the same old crap that you, you're over and you're like, yeah. I want to do something different with my life. I don't want to keep using my money in this way or investing mm. my time over here. And you're like, I actually want something a little bit different. I want to yeah. dream a little bit bigger. I want to be ex- inspired a little bit more. Yeah. Like are those, is there people around you that are doing that? Yeah, yeah, that's so true. And I think it can be tough. Because like post high school, you know, like lots of your friendships in high school are just friendships by circumstance. 
Yeah. You know, you're in the same class, you're in the same group, maybe you're in the same sports team. And so you come out with these people. And I guess, like, often you think that those are going to be your people forever. Mm. In reality, like, I still be, hang out with a bunch of my high school friends. Because well, some people are. Some people come out of high school and they're mates forever. Totally. Like, well, how? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah. how many relationships did you make yeah. post high school yeah. where you're actually choosing them? You're going, hey, I like that you do that. Yeah. Hey, we've got similar interests. Well, you get that opportunity to do that. Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But I guess because some people don't have that and they go, oh, no, I've, you know, I've got my type five here from, mm. from high school and I'm just going to stick with them. So what happens though when you move like cities or countries? Mm. Like, because you're probably not going to know many people mm. and you've left maybe your tight group. Mm. How then do you start to find these people to hang out with and to yeah. surround yourself that are going to benefit your life? Yeah, because that's to me seems I've never had to do it's that. Quite a big challenge. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I think it's an interesting thought, and it is based a lot around risk because it's mm. scary putting yourself yeah. out there. Yeah. Like, and mad credit to anyone that's done done it. But I suppose that's the thing about social media, right? There's heaps of those sort of group now, like True. about want to go surfing or something like yeah. that, and you can get amongst us a group of going surfing. Yeah. And you can meet people doing that. Yeah. I suppose sports is still a good way to, and so a healthy good. way to meet 100%. people. Um, yeah. But outside of that, I don't, for me, I'm like, I don't know what would you do. Yeah, well, to church, go to a, church was Church, yeah, well, church is pretty. Church was fantastic. Yeah, that's a pretty like easy. You walk into a community of two to three hundred yeah. people. But a lot of people don't go to church. No, very true. Yeah. Um, work, workplaces, yeah, a lot of where people massive, find those yeah. relationships. Yeah. And the other reality is like pub on a Friday, Saturday yeah. night. But outside of those, I mean, surely there must be other ways to, to meet people. I don't know. Oh, it depends what type of person you yeah. are. I just meet people walking down the street. Yeah, yeah. 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 I hop in an Uber on the and plane. I'm like, next hey, to you. can we be best friends? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're yeah. so random. It's like, oh. <laughs> I'm just trying to make friends. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nah, like, but sometimes people are stuck in their own world so much that you know it is hard to make friendships because mm. you're so in amongst yourself. I think you know something I love about you and something I love about what we're we're all about is we love hearing people's stories and yeah. so many people just want to be listened. So many yeah. people want to be heard. Uh, and you know that's a great start to a relationship ask questions mm. man the power of question asking and genuinely asking to hear and to, to hear, understand yeah. uh, and to hear someone else's perspective their story what they're all about that's beautiful mm. I think what I love about travelling is that you know you've got all these different worldviews from people all around the planet and you're, you're learning what makes them tick and yeah. you realise oh my worldview that I grew up with wasn't necessarily right mm. it was just how I was raised yeah, yeah, yeah. and you so you pick up these nuggets you pick up these different things you got I love that in your culture I love yeah, that yeah. about your family yeah. I love that you guys are into that yeah yeah. Um, yeah but that that culture within your close friends so big mm. talk to me about your journey with that because you've had some big changes over the last couple of years in terms of some of that stuff do you want to go into that yeah well, well for me like I was saying before I don't really feel like I had too many like close close friends there might be people listening to this and be like, what? <laughs> and no, that's not, I'm not trying to, like, no offence to any of that. I just, I don't know. And then I think I, I made friends probably through, um, like, living with people. Right. Like different flats. So that's, that's, cool. that's where you start building a, a friendship. You start to know a little bit more about each other. You actually kind of actually deal with maybe conflict because of yeah. those whole little things. For like, sure, or not deal with or, conflict. Yeah, or you don't deal with it and then yeah. it just becomes a toxic flat. Yeah. But you need to, like, even conflict just needs to be dealt with every time. Yeah. Like, maybe you go your separate ways after you've dealt with it, but just mm. deal with it, like, yeah. and, and figure it out. Oh, man. Life is too short to yeah. be bitter at someone. But it, it is hard. I do understand that it's hard to deal with it sometimes and just like easier to mm. just to push it under the rug. But. And I think the worst is when that person isn't, Really, we're in a place to do it. Well, they don't want to borrow it either. Yeah, emotionally immature. Yeah, they want to borrow it either. 
so I think yeah, through my flatting sort of life, like that's where I met and grew quite close with people. Mm. And then I suppose through church met some a lot of people. But then like uh, flatting, bro, would almost be uh, I don't yeah, know, say. And I suppose it depends on what type of flat you got into because you get into like a, a a flat that you don't like the culture of. Yeah. Or the flat that I was a part of, I liked the culture of. Yeah. I like what we got people got up to and what they were about, like going on yeah. adventures and seeing things and doing things. Yeah. Like out there exploring the world and doing like doing things of life, not just going to town every weekend and all that kind of stuff. Mm. And I think that for me, bro, is actually mm. and this is I like just kind of probably just figuring out that now to be honest. Yeah. Wow. Um Yeah. No, that's really cool. I th- yeah, I think it's really interesting. You know, they often say don't flat with your best mates. Yeah. Because you yeah. won't be friends afterwards. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that speaks to not dealing with well, stuff together. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, but also it can be really tough. You know, like something that it made me think of when you were speaking is, um, you know, we've talked about the five sorrow languages. We've mm. also talked about the five love languages before. Yeah. But that operates in friendships. Yeah. Oh, it does. Like, like, I'm such a quality time person. Yeah. And maybe that doesn't mean sitting down and having this really deep chat, but I just want to be around you chilling. And yeah. And that's how, yeah. that's kind of what fills my bucket now, friendship. Mm. Maybe we're sitting next to you on the beach. Maybe we're just listening to music together. Mm. But, you know, that's for me. But not everyone's like that. Yeah. Um, I remember living with one of my best mates after high school in this flat in, in Tauranga and it was one of the most character burning things we didn't speak to each other sometimes for like yeah. a week or two at a time because we're so <laughs> mad and I was like you're an effing animal yeah. you're disgusting yeah. I knew I was like I was disgusting I'm not as, as well bad. but I was, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. I was just seeing what he was doing and making that my problem Yeah. Um, and then you brought in a mix of he had a girlfriend at one point mm. I was like you know all the time. And then some, of the, some of the stuff that comes with that yeah. not, in a bit, not in a super bad way but yeah. you know you just things start to irk you you get the irk you get yeah, frustrated yeah. and then rather than bringing it up yeah, it just gets swept under yeah. the rug and the next minute you don't want to see each other. Yeah. yeah, and I think a cool thing about flatting as well is that you meet their friends and you meet a wider yeah. circle because that's how I would say I met you. Yeah, it's through my flat. 100%. That's how yeah. I met like Liam. You rocked like, up yeah. to breakfast one day. Yeah, yeah, I was there and I was like, this is so weird. And I was like, who's this fella? Yeah, yeah, there's so many people everywhere. <laughs> it was 13 people that I Yeah, flat. yeah, it was a massive flat. Yeah. People just walking out of every other door. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, but yeah, I think I think... But it can be, I've seen flats where I'm like, oh, I would not want to be a part of that. Totally. But it's the same thing, right? Who you're surrounding yourself. You spend a lot of time at, at your house, yeah. at work. It's all that kind of thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. What yeah. about your work environment then? Yeah, I don't know. It's been interesting for me because I think, you know, something with social work is that I've wanted to almost keep this really clear boundary between mm. work and home. Yeah. You know, you finish work and then, you know, cut it off because it's quite emotionally intensive. Yeah. Get home and then I just don't think about that world until you, until the next day. Do you have close f- friendships? Well, I'd say my job now is the first place. Oh, no, well, yeah, but there it's almost like a different type of friendship. It's yeah. a work friendship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but like on the job site. You but know, would you go hang out with them afterwards? No, no. Ma- maybe at the maybe yeah. for a drink at four o'clock on a Friday afternoon. Yeah, because that's what everyone does. Yeah, um, it's just at school. But the, my <laughs> workplace now, oh, I mean. I mean not, not, <laughs> No, like we go, we go. Yeah, to the you pub go, you go to the pub after. You're not yeah, no, at the school. Not at school. <laughs> well, that sounds great. <laughs> um, my workplace now is probably the first time where I've had a team that, um, like, I'd, I, w- you know, would see them potentially yeah. outside of school. Yeah, right. Um, and I think the job is slightly different. Yeah. And so you know, like, I'm able to process it and have that, and my life's at a different phase, and it's cool, man. Yeah. But work friendships and real, like, not real friendships, but, but you know what yeah, I mean. Outside. Uh, of it's such a funny. Difference because mm. there is like a difference there. Mm. You know, you get on like a house on fire at school, and then five o'clock comes and you never speak to them. <laughs> <laughs> it's so random. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but I guess coming back to the the culture thing, um, there's something that I always used to say to my some of my youth justice boys was show me your friends and I'll show mm. you your future. Yeah. And I guess something that we wanted to bring up with people was like, who are your friends? What are the what is the culture that you're in amongst? And is that a culture that you can see yourself sitting in, inspiring mm. you, pushing you forward, calling you to more, keeping you to be real and authentic and genuine? Um, like all those things. Yeah, hard out. It reminds me actually of this person. Um, they're trying to find a flat. Yeah. And this person was wanting to like move in with them. Oh, I just don't really want that person living with me. Yeah. I was like, that to me is like progress to the in like a, a good direction of what you want your life to be yeah. surrounded with. And when you start to live a life like that, I feel like you start to surround yourself intentionally with the right people. Yeah. And then that builds that culture of yeah. being inspired and taking you where you want to go yeah it's so easy to sort of like oh it'll be fine oh totally yeah. or like i don't want to hurt their feelings yeah oh, like it'd be cool it'd be fun yeah but is it really going to yeah. be helping you've done me six again? nights of a bender in a week yeah. and you're like nah, yeah you haven't been to the gym in three months yeah like yeah exactly yeah. and in those friendships you know that dictates so much of your mental state mm. Your life, your routines, your patterns. Yeah, you know, something that, you know, we've been talking about a lot recently is just the importance of routine. Yeah. The importance of intentionality and patterns in your life and how much that supports in some ways like a menti- mental well, health I, process. I think ultimately it's always going to Im- impact your mental health. If you're mm. having sh- conflict with your friends all the time and it's not dealing with it and you're thinking about it all the time, it's going to, yeah. it's taking your emotion off other things and yeah. you're focusing on what's going on in your head. Like, yeah. It's tiring, eh? It's exhausting. Yeah. It's emotionally exhausting. And then you're spending all that capacity mm. on something that isn't your goals, isn't your dreams, isn't yeah. isn't developing deeper friendships. Yeah. All those things. Yeah, yeah, it's really interesting. I saw this a video on YouTube a couple weeks ago of, of this fella. Um and he was like, Oh, you know, like, um, my five best friends are millionaires and so I'm gonna yeah. be a millionaire. Yeah, yeah. And he kind of unpacks it. He's like, you know, what they're about, the conversations that we're yeah, having. Well. Like I Unless I'm dumb and I'm, you know, the black sheep of the group, yeah. Just naturally by being with them, well, they'll be giving you, yeah. Well, they'll be giving you, yeah, all that. That's what I'm saying, yeah. They give you tips and everything to help you, and you'll be hearing them and what they do, and Mm. ultimately, you'll got smart about it. You'll be applying their life lessons to your own life. Totally. Yeah. 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 And then you're all making bank together. Mm. Yeah. I guess that brings around a topic though, which is, at some point, sometimes you have to make some tough calls mm. yeah have to leave some relationships behind sometimes yeah yeah and that doesn't have to be done badly no. either um you know like if you love some of those people and you go actually what they're the co-people or the you know what they're on at the moment their mm. buzz i'm just not all about it yeah well not or where you want to see yourself mm. and you need to get out of a, a spot hey yeah. saying to them um you know like this is what I'm heading for. Yeah. I'm just going to be honest with you. I need to be selfish in that. Mm. And if you're not in that, I love and adore you and I'll always be here. Worst comes to worst. Yeah. But I'm just so you know, I'm not going to spend as much time with you. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you want to come with me. Do you think there's a, do you, yeah, yeah. Do you think there's like a, do you have to bring that up or do you just slowly not hang out with them as much? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, like non-confrontation. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it depends what kind of relationship yeah, you got. If exactly. you go from talking every day to just not yeah, go, yeah, go well, sing yeah, 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 yeah. Well, that's and they go, yo, Eve, what's up? <laughs> it's like You've been absolutely <laughs> shotting me. Yeah, yeah, no, it's a little bit different. Then, yeah, yeah no, probably sure. not that. But yeah, no, depending that, on the relationship, then I suppose yeah. of how you how you deal with it. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Like there's some groups when I you know used to party quite a lot. There's some groups that if I stop talking to them, 
They wouldn't even know. Yeah, well, that's right. They'd wake up in six months and be like, oh, we haven't seen Jacob yeah, for a yeah. while. Yeah, I just haven't seen him for a while. Yeah. And then they'll just see. What's he been up to? Yeah, and then they'll just see what you're up to and you're just on different sort of buzz. And yeah. Like, oh, okay. And they're like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, but then they probably weren't that deeper, authentic, yeah, genuine, that's yeah, right. all that stuff. Anyway, mm. um, it, and it, it brings up this, you know, show me your friends, show me your future. If your friends aren't good, what do you do? Mm. You've got to make new friends. Or, and, that can be, and that can be scary. So and scary. that could be so scary that it leaves you where you are, yeah. and that could keep you getting stuck. Yeah, but and there could be a point of loneliness. In oh, there. there's and there probably would be yeah. creating new friends and getting to know people because often there is a sense of quite lonely in there because you're not just yeah. going to be like. Well, you, sometimes there's automatic friendships. Yeah, but sometimes it takes a bit of work to actually get it into a friendship and right? time and, and time. experiences together yeah. and yeah, mm. all that stuff. Yeah, it's really interesting. Okay, where was I going to go with that before? I can't even remember. Um, but would you rather sit in that lack of contentment knowing that you're unfulfilling your future, unfulfilling your potential for the sake of being comfortable, mm. sticking with some of those people? Mm. You know, like one of the big things from some of my friends that, you know, <laughs> used to do quite hard drugs. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest things they said to me is I had to completely leave my world. Mm. Uh, and for, for a couple of them, it took them years because leaving the community of people that knew them was so hard, mm. so tough, uh, that that was more intimidating than actually the damage that they're causing through their own drug habit. Yeah, yeah. Which is terrifying. Yeah. And that will get you so stuck. Mm. But what is your future? What do you want it to look like? That's what we keep coming back to, yeah, that yeah. vision, that yeah. dream, your why. Well, if you don't have a purpose here, like it was so easy to get stuck and mm. just be like, what am I doing here? Yeah. Like. Just to figure that out is, I think, one of the most important things. And it drives hopelessness. Yeah, yeah. How toxic is hopelessness? Yeah, definitely. You've got no vision. You've got nothing you're aiming towards. Mm. You're just doing the day-to-day mundane after yeah, mundane yeah. crap. Yeah. And, and that's that, exhausting. That's, that's exhausting, yeah. That's where mental health, like, big mental health struggles can come from. Mm, mm. You know, depression. What is depression? Like, well, there's a lot of different yeah, aspects yeah. to it. But part of it is, you know, this lack of future vision, this lack of future hope. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, uh, just exhausting. Um, all right, so, but talk to me. Let's go from here. Boundaries within friendships, with it, with that in mind. You know, like we talk about two-sided friendships a lot. Sometimes there's one-sided friendships. Mm. Well, that, I think that goes back to what we were just talking about before, about when you're cut, cutting people off, right? Mm. I, I think I've said it before, potentially. Like, I'd invest into people, like, and I'll try and catch up with them, and then they maybe they... They bail because they get busy. Like I bail sometimes as well. So yeah. that's not what I'm saying. Like once they bail once, just gap it and stop trying to invest. But like I've invested maybe, say, hang up for like a couple of months and then I'll send them a message and then maybe they don't reply to it or they try to make something or whatever happens. Yeah, yeah. And I might try that like three or four, maybe five times. Right. And then if I'm not really getting much effort back, I kind of say, ah, yeah. I'll, just, <laughs> I'll just stop. Yeah, and if sure. they want to catch up with me, they can message me. Yeah. But at least I know I've tried to yeah. make it work and I'm not just going to keep trying making time and yeah. investing I'd rather invest into someone that wants to invest into me as well yeah totally not just a, as a selfish reason but just like time's valuable that's what we have yeah. in this world time is that's our currency almost because yeah. that's that's there's always more of money there's always more of everything but time yeah. there's not more of time that yeah. actually we have an ending yeah. on this on this world we have an ending this egg time is yeah. slowly going down on your life so I want to value that's where my good, time goes it's a good boundary yeah yeah and do people, yeah, no, that's so interesting. Um, I think because that can be quite tied into like people pleasing. Mm. You know, like I'm a sucker at, you know, trying for too long yeah. to make it work with people when actually this is a one-sided friendship. 
Um, I'm also really bad at when people hit me up. So my one of my problems when I go out is I meet all these people, you know, and I'll wake up like on a like the next morning and I've organised three different brunch plans <laughs> and I don't want to go to any of them or I'm feeling emotionally exhausted and yeah. I'm just like I can't do people anymore. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I don't know how to say no. Yeah. Um, and it's not because I don't like the people. Yeah. But for me, I guess I often will will pick kind of like one person that I'm mentoring per se mm. which is generally a younger person at the time mm. um but then in terms of uh, or, or helping because you know I, I probably once upon a time i had a bit of a white knight savior complex of like you know lots of my friends needed a lot of support yeah um and so i you know i was that guy i was that listening ear um doing that as a job having my own child uh, you know that there was it was too intense it was too much uh so the majority of my friendships are very much you know 100 100 from each of us friendships mm. And that looks different because everything's busy and adult life just seems busy. And I know that's a buzzword that we use <laughs> yeah, a lot. Yeah, so it annoys um, me so much, but I use it all the time. <laughs> oh, it's so easy. Yeah. Um, and at the same time, you know, I go, oh, I'm too busy to go to the gym, but then I wasted 45 minutes on my phone. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, that I could have been using to catch up with people and develop deeper relationships. Mm. Um, but yeah, I'll generally, you know, like I'll have, I have kind of like, you know, you know a, a couple relationships that I know are a little bit more consuming of me. Yeah. But the majority of my friendships um, are ones that are long-term, consistent. Mm. Mm. Yeah, very cool. Man, it's freaking cool meeting someone that you vibe with, though. Oh, you 100%. Reckon, like, developing a new relationship. And I think there's different people that you vibe with. when, Like, you go, like we say, you go out for a drink or something like that. Mm. And you meet people. Some conversations are so, happen so much easier than other times. Totally. Like, and I've, I reckon there is some kind of, I don't know what it would be. But when you meet some people, you do just you do vibe with people differently. Yeah. There's a connection there that's yeah. I don't know maybe they're just easy, maybe they're just more emotional intelligence some yeah, of them I don't yeah, I, maybe yeah. it's just that but I know yeah definitely is more people and just yeah. so much easier to have a conversation when there's someone else is actually wanting a conversation as well yeah 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 that's so cool and I think that's something that potentially people don't get in like smaller towns you know when the when the 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 pool of people that you could potentially meet is limited yeah you know you are kind of stuck in some yeah of I suppose yeah you know, whereas for us we not only do we travel but we are in you know bigger cities yeah. and you don't know everyone and yeah. so you're able to have that and go yeah. oh my goodness we vibe let's go let's hang yeah let's for chill. sure definitely and that's so important I think and in, in, in your life eh, to have people around you that honestly that are investing into you oh. that you can invest into them that you're helping each other grow that you're inspiring each other to dream bigger, to do better. Yeah. When you're scared that you could, they can talk to you, you like un- unleash what's going on in their yeah. brain. Like yeah. just to want to have a relationship like that, I think it's so cool, so yeah. powerful. Yeah, and it's probably one of the best things that's going to help us get through in this world. Hard out, but lots of people don't, right? Mm. Yeah, lots of people are lonely. Lots yeah. of people have these friends, and yet you know they couldn't talk to them about anything. Yeah. How many of the people that we know that have decided to end their lives, you know? we thought we were really close with them and mm. yet they obviously felt at some point with different circumstances that there wasn't someone that they could talk to. Yeah, well that's what some of them anyway. That's what it was, eh? Yeah. And you know, and, and we've been at their funerals and they uh, you know, and the friends are going, We never saw this coming. Mm. What? Like yeah, sometimes and that is like one of the most mind boggling things to me. Because you're like, man, if I was really tight with them, how did how did we how Yeah, did you just end up wishing that you they reached out. Like yeah. you know, sometimes you just don't know what's going on, so you're just like, oh, man, I wish you just said something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you're not asking the questions, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but we're, I think we're scared of, often really scared of vulnerability. Yeah, and how often you know, 
absolutely yeah, heartbreaking circumstances. But who was asking the tough questions? And asking the tough questions can be really scary because what if I give you information about myself and you're not a safe person? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, I can't be safe. I could be safe though. You don't know. But you don't know. Yeah. And so I'm flipping a coin when I'm trusting you. Yeah. I think when it comes to something like that, can be scary but it's one of the best things you can do yeah like yeah keeping it to yourself is just not never going to be helpful yeah end of the day yeah people are worth getting hurt over and I think and to be honest I think if you come up with something like that they're not just going to go and bag you behind your back it's Mm. a pretty serious serious conversation and I think people really understand that so I don't think it should be anything to be afraid of yeah but man then the out of that is like, man, what an exciting opportunity to have vulnerability and genuineness with someone mm. where you expose your deepest fears yeah, and they yeah. go, I love you. Yeah. I adore you. Man, you're safe with me. I've got your back. Yeah. It can get tiring though, right? Yeah. Having those conversations all the time. When that is all that's going on. Yeah. Yeah. I know I've caught myself being like, man, like, just I'm over talking about this right now. Yeah. But, what do I do with that? Like that's such a such a selfish yeah. like thought of my own. But it's like, man, this guy's actually really going through something. Yeah. I really need to get over myself. Yeah. And be like, no, put it put away your emotions and what's going on in your brain for a yeah. little bit because this guy's struggling. Yeah. And you could just, you know, <laughs> invest a little bit back. Holy bro, I love that. And I think that's one of the like the the toughest things that they don't tell you about depression or or like if you've been through significant trauma or tough stuff, is there's no time frame on that. Mm. You know, mm. and for you, like, you know, I think about some of the stuff that I went through, you know, about a year and a half ago, or almost longer than that. And, you know, I was still processing that stuff, processing that stuff 12 months later. Mm. And for you, you're probably like, blimmin' heck, this guy's a broken record. But for me, it was still real. Yeah. I was still in the thick of yeah. that. I was still, you know, down. Um, you know, th- with the thing with depression and, and talking around depression is there's no time frame to it. Sometimes it's a week, sometimes it's 10 years, sometimes it's... Doesn't end. Doesn't go. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe it gets easier, but it doesn't, you know, it comes in waves. Um, there's no time frame to this yeah. stuff. And yeah, if you really value those friendships, uh, being able to stick in through that. But then also having the balance of going and doing stuff together. Yeah. Getting out of the yeah. space. Oh, definitely. Go for a surf. Yeah. Go for a cruise. <laughs> yeah. Just go and chill. So good. So do you want to sum up what we've talked about? Yeah. Just a quick little brief. I think we covered a little bit. So. Yeah, definitely. Looking at the people around you, taking notice, being aware of them. Well, who are they? What are they about? How do you know them? Do you love them? Do you, do you see potential in them? Uh, are you the best one in your friend group? <laughs> and if you are, then maybe you need to get some new friends. Yeah, you yeah. Know, have people that are calling you to more. Um, we talked about the 515-50-150 concept. Mm, we did. Show me your friends, I'll show you your future. Uh, the importance of doubt with conflict. Doubt conflict, yeah. yeah. Not just conflict, but doubt conflict. Yeah, very much so. Um, letting people go that don't prioritise you, or yeah. like those, yeah. those life-giving friendships. Yeah, those boundaries, eh? some boundaries in your friendship sometimes are very, very key. So key. Yeah. Otherwise you'll get run over. Certainly will. Yeah, no, too good. All right, so I guess that's, yeah, pretty much what we've talked about. Hopefully you guys connected with something that we've spoken on today. Uh, we love you. We're hyped for you to listen to this. And have a good holidays, but you'll probably not listen to this when you have yeah, holidays. Yeah, but it's yeah. our holidays, so yeah. we'll have a good holiday. Yeah, have a great <laughs> All right, see you guys later. Peace. Peace.